guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So as you get deeper into Acts chapter 17, you're going to see Paul having an interesting encounter with the Greeks there, particularly the Athenians. Verse number 16, now while Paul waited for them at Athens, his spirit was stirred in him when he saw the city wholly given to idolatry. The footnote says grossly idolatrous. Now for a minute here, remember the Greeks believed in all of these Greek gods. Many of you are familiar with them, but they were very much idolatrous in the way that they worshiped these individuals. Therefore, disputed he in the synagogue with the Jews and with devout persons and in the market daily with them that met with him. Then certain philosophers of the Epicureans and of the Stoics encountered him. And some said, what will this babbler say? What a funny statement. What is this babbler going to talk about? Other some, he seemed to be a setter forth of strange gods because he preached unto them Jesus and the resurrection. Now you're going to see that phrase quite a bit right here. The strangeness of what Paul is teaching. Now I'm not trying to necessarily apologize for the way these guys were acting, but I think they were acting just with the amount of light and knowledge they had. They were worshipers of Greek gods. And so for Paul to come in and start teaching something like this, it is very strange to them. Verse 19, they took him and brought him up to Areopagus, which if you click on the footnote there, it says Mars Hill, which we'll come back to that in a second here, saying, may we know what this new doctrine whereof thou speakest is. I genuinely think they're concerned. They're interested about this. For thou bringest certain strange things to our ears. We would know therefore what these things mean. For all the Athenians and strangers which were there spent their time in nothing else. Tell me if this doesn't sound like our world. But either to tell or to hear some new thing. People always looking for something new out there. These verses sound like our world so much. Then Paul stood in the midst of Mars Hill and said, Ye men of Athens, I perceive that in all things ye are too superstitious. I think that's funny. But you click on the word superstitious and it talks about just overly religious. There's almost a, if I could use this phrase, an unusual excitement about religion and spirituality. You know, you go back to Joseph Smith's time where you've got that great awakening. I think during this time period, there is that on a certain level as well. For as I passed by and beheld your devotions or watching, you know, this superstitious nature of you, I found an altar with this inscription to the unknown God, whom therefore ye ignorantly worship, him declare I unto you. Now for the next about 10 verses or so, Paul goes into a wonderful lesson about who God is, which I think is so interesting because when you go to preach my gospel, the very first lesson about the restoration of the gospel is teaching people that God is our loving heavenly father. Now, if you were to set these two, in fact, I'm going to do this here. If you're watching this, um, I'm going to set these two side by side right here. So you've got on one side right here, you got Paul's discourse to the Athenians about the unknown God whom they ignorantly worship. And over here, you have got preach my gospel. God is our loving Heavenly Father. Now, I want you to kind of compare these two side by side, and you're going to see a lot of similarities between Paul's message and what the missionaries teach out there. Like, for example, uh, you go down to verse number 28 over in Paul's discourse, for in him we live and move and have our being, as certain also of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. Now, you go over to what the missionaries teach, 
page. It says very clearly, God is our Heavenly Father and we are His children. You go to verse 27, just backing up a verse right there, that they should seek the Lord if happily or perhaps they might feel after Him and find Him, though He be not far from every one of us. You go into that paragraph and preach my gospel. I love how it says He loves us. He understands and feels our sorrows and rejoices in our progress. He wants to communicate with us and we can communicate with him through sincere prayer. Now, verse number 30, this is such an interesting phrase. And the times of this ignorance God winked at, or the footnote says overlooked or disregarded, but now commandeth all men everywhere to repent. Now you go over to preach my gospel where it says, Heavenly Father has provided us his children a way to be successful in this life and return to live in his presence. However, we must be pure and clean through obedience in order to do so. Disobedience moves us away from him. Central to our Father's plan is Jesus Christ's atonement, where we have that opportunity to repent. And so I've written a little footnote here in my own scriptures. Because God is our loving Heavenly Father, he is patient with our ignorance and our messiness as we are learning how to truly worship him and learn his true nature. So I love how Paul goes in and he teaches this message about how God is our loving Heavenly Father, which is the very first thing that the missionaries teach as well. Now, what's interesting is the result here. You go down to verse 32. It says, when they had heard of the resurrection of the dead, some mocked and others said, we will hear thee again of this matter. It's like, we like this. We'll keep listening. You go down to verse 34. How be it? Certain men clave unto him. Paul had departed. Certain men clave unto him and believed. And so what I think is cool about this, again, you teach people the basics of who God is and how he is our loving heavenly father. To some people, he is the unknown God that they don't know quite what to do with their relationship with him. That is why, like I said earlier this week, how we connect with him on a daily basis and we build that relationship with him. And that is why we pray. That is why we read our scriptures. That is what our Heavenly Father wants us to do to connect with him so that we can get to know him better. I love this message and I'm grateful for it. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.